0: Thank you. live podcast for those of you that are new here. I am your host, Hannah Issel. I am an online training, nutrition, and mindset coach. I'm also a personal trainer, and I am your go-to fucking gal for everything hype. And my God, do I have the hype for you today. I am just so excited to be recording. Like, when are we not excited? But I feel like I'm extra excited um, this week. And I was actually kind of tired last week recording last uh, the Last Potty App. So we got all the beans of energy today. I've got my third tea for the day sitting next to me got my bowl of water got the vaseline for my dry lips so we <laughs> are fucking sorted um I hope everyone's just been having an awesome awesome week um I hope that last week's episode resonated with you guys as well 10 ways to overcome your limiting mindset to expand your growth mindset um if you guys did uh find anything useful from the last week's episode, please come into my DMs and let me know. I love hearing your feedback. If there's things you guys would like me to talk about more in this in, in, on my podcast, let me know. Like I am literally here. Um, I'm here for so many reasons, but I'm obviously here so I can give you guys the extra content that goes beyond Instagram that you're all wanting to hear me speak on. So if you have been enjoying the podcast and you've haven't done it yet do not forget to subscribe and it would just mean the absolute world to me if you also would rate and review this podcast it's just going to continue to help it to grow and get it out to more people um you could even share it on your instagram stories if there's an episode um past present future that you really really resonate with and that you're just like wow damn hannah the people need to fucking hear this um But oh my God, today's episode just feels so fitting, especially after the weekend that I had, Um, and I can't wait to tell you guys all about it. But this week's episode is inspired by one of my gorgeous clients who sent me a message um, today being like, girl, remember our chat? You need to talk about that. And I was like, wow, yes, I remember your chat. And if you haven't figured it out yet via the podcast title, we are talking about following your health and fitness journey and staying true to your own habits whilst in a relationship, Uh, existing relationships, new relationships, future relationships. Um, But I find like a lot of the time in romantic relationships we kind of like unquote like lose ourselves a little bit cuz it's fucking exciting we're doing something new we're spending all this um like incredible time with this new person and we kind of forget a little bit about like we kind of forget how to prioritize ourselves um so i'm super excited to get into that topic but of course we're starting with my weekend update. Um guys, I had the best fucking weekend. I had the best weekend. Started um on Friday playing soccer. Actually, it started way before soccer on Friday. Me and my friend Friday morning went for a walk to a new coffee shop. Um I haven't seen her in a few weeks, so it was just mm, it was so amazing to see her. You know when you just like see your friend and you're like I'm just in such a love bubble with you right now. Like I'm just so obsessed with your existence. Um, and I'm just so lucky to have you in my life. And my goodness, I'm not sure. I don't, yeah, I spoken about this a little bit on the podcast about how I struggled for so long to make friends after moving to Queensland. And it had felt like years since I'd had that excitement and that love bubble with somebody. Um, and just that fucking solely genuine connection with people so I am just like I just don't think I'll ever get over this like element in my life like my friends mean so much to me and I just do not take that for granted because I know how it felt to not have that and that's not to say that I wouldn't survive if I didn't have that again I think especially now I really have the tools to be able to combat on quotes like the time alone time without besties um but it's like being in a relationship right you you can always like you can thrive in that relationship and you can want to be with the person and of course if you weren't with that person it would be fucking devastating but you should always know that you would, you will be okay, even if you're not with that person. And I think that's something that I've really learned since being a teenager and like dating throughout high school and being a young adult where you're dating people and you're just like, wow, you are my, you are my whole existence. You are my life. Like, how could I ever survive you, uh, survive without you? And then you break up and you keep surviving. Like you're actually okay. Um, and that's definitely something that I've come into a lot in my current relationship where it's like, I desire to be with you because I fucking love you because, because like you bring so much to my life, but my life isn't necessarily better because you're there. Like my life would still be amazing without you there, but I just fucking love what we're doing together. I hope that's making sense. Um, but yeah, Friday went for that walk and then I just did work and then played soccer that night with, um, two of my other besties. (gasps) Ah, which i just i'm still so obsessed that i get to play soccer um with with two of my besties i'm seeing them tonight for training and it's just it's just so good guys it is so good um and saturday oh saturday was so nice uh, guys my weekend was just so good you know you just have those weekends where you're just like i want to tell the world and aren't i lucky that i have a podcast so i can tell the world. Um. Saturday morning, Pete and I were going to go to spin class and we woke up because we had a late game on Friday night. So we woke up around like six ish and we were both just like, oh, I don't really want to go to spin. Like the sunlight was coming in to our living room. Um, We were sitting on the couch, reading a book. I was drinking a tea. It was just so vibey. And then instead we decided to go try out another new um, cafe. Well, this one's not, new the other one had just opened this one's not new this one's always been there we just hadn't tried it before so we went for a walk to find that cafe and then we decided to just continue walking we ended up getting bagels by the beach and like walking back along the headland and we rock rambled for a little bit and it was just stunning in the sun it was incredible um my skin was fucking glowing cuz i doused myself in um zinc which is a which is a whole vibe like i am just so on the sunscreen train right now and I have been for a very very long time but I reckon I've started like doubling how much I've been using because I came to this realization that I just wasn't using enough so here's your PSA number one if you're not using zinc go buy some fucking zinc stop being a child and use some zinc and take care of your skin like I'm sorry I don't want to look you know 60 years old at 30 that's just not the vibe um, and also double the amount that you're using. I promise you, you're not using enough. Um, and then we actually like deep cleaned our house because we had a house ex- inspection. And we also had our friends over on Saturday night for a barbecue. So we went down to the street where I live. Um, so, so, like I didn't drink any alcohol, um, but some of our friends had and Pete had some drinks. And then they we all came back here, had a barbecue. And it was just it was so good. Like I love spending time in my big group of friends, but I also love spending time in the smaller groups as well. Like I think it's so important to be able to distinguish the differences in value that you're getting um, from those different social settings. And what the value that I find in a smaller group of people, like there were six of us, right, is the conversation depth is just a lot, it's a lot deeper. You can talk a lot more Um, I guess nuanced and explore a lot more of the peoples um, of your friends like thought patterns and you can have like discussions and debates and I just I've always 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 found having discussions and debates just so like fucking soul setting on fire like I love it like I remember being in like year nine English and fucking having debates with the dumb boys and you know I'm fully aware that they used to antagonize me and, you know, only um, entertain the debate because I would get riled up, but I didn't care. Like I was so fully aware of what was going on, but to me, it was just an opportunity for me to, um, I guess, practice practice language and practice using my intellect. Um, so yeah, maybe they were coming at it from a place of like, ha we love getting hunted a bite. But I was just like, well, I'm educating myself. I'm probably educating other people in the room. And this is just such a good skill to practice for life. Even though, you know, we're in year nine and we're debating about, God, what were we debating about? Friggin' refugees and gay marriage at the time. Like that's a fucking throwback for years. So, yeah, Sunday we um, ended up going to the markets, actually, and we've not been to the markets near where we live. So that was a fun, cute, and new experience. And then we had to go to the other end of the sunny coast because Pete was running tryouts for an under-17s girls soccer um carnival that's happening happening later this year so that was super exciting and we just ended up having a really cool um nice evening it was very relaxing I'm just been I've just been reading in my spare time right like I just it makes me feel so relaxed relaxed and whole and neutral. And especially on on a Sunday night, it really just like sets you up for such a great week, I think going into Monday with this beautiful neutral energy. But oh my goodness, guys, Monday was just as exciting as the weekend. I had a business call with my coach. So As you guys know, Ruby was on the podcast a couple episodes ago and she is my like fitness nutrition mindset coach, but she also does business coaching. So I decided to invest in a business intensive, which is a 90 minute zoom call with her. And then we have two weeks in a communication app called Voxer. So on Monday we had our zoom call and oh my goodness, fucking so much shit is coming. Like... I cannot explain to you, glow up coaching is going to change as we know it. And if Ruby's listening to me right now, she'll just be shaking her head because I can't keep a lid on anything. <laughs> I can't keep a lid on anything. We're talking about doing all this behind the scenes work and, you know, slowly teasing. And I'm just like, first chance I get on the podcast, guys, glow up coaching is changing. And fuck me, your jaws are gonna drop and your eyes are gonna pop out of your head and you're just gonna be so fucking in love. Like, I am (laughs) so okay that's all I'm gonna say for now but oh there's so much exciting stuff coming um guys Oh, the way I can explain it, if you're not in business, is like the equivalent to realigning your direction in your business is like the equivalent to when you start a new program. It's the equivalent to like um, finally investing with a coach after you've been umming and ahhing about it for, you know, like three months. It's that kind of let's fucking go energy. I'm a whirlwind of just thoughts and ideas and passion right now. And I feel like that's the same kind of like vibe you have when you first start on like your fitness journey or you have like a rejig in the plan or something like that. So that's the way I can explain it. That's where I'm at right now. But I want to get into this episode for you guys um, because it's just so juicy. So, so juicy. Um, So like I said, I really want to talk about and I don't know how to put this like into one succinct sentence right now but I want to talk about the concept or the idea or the notion that when you enter a relationship like generally a romantic relationship you you don't lose parts of yourself but you almost forget how to align yourself to your own habits right? So we all hear about like, you know, the getting in a new relationship. Oh, I put on five kilos, that new relationship fluff, or, you know, I, I'm dating this, this person. And now I haven't gone to the gym for two weeks because we're just hanging out all the time or, you know, You might have that situation where your partner is FIFO. So when they come back home from working away, you just want to spend all your time with them and you don't go for your afternoon walks and you don't go to the gym and you're not meal prepping anymore. You just um, order takeaway all the time and you go out for dinner and you kind of like lose that sense of direction and that sense of self, that stuff that keeps you so fucking grounded and moving forwards and just certain of who you are. So (laughs) in so many words, that is what I want to talk about with you guys today. So I feel like we've painted a really good picture of kind of like what the beginning of a new relationship might look like and how that actually begins to Start holding you back from continuing to be the person that you want to be and this can be even harder for people who have never found or are yet to find their, I guess their footing within their own health journey. So if you're someone who feel, you you feel like you've always just been on and off, it's not really ingrained in your lifestyle yet. Well then of course, starting to date somebody new is probably going to prolong that because it's going to make it harder in the moment but it does not mean that it needs to be harder in the long run. Um, So what what I see a lot of the time and honestly what I experienced myself is that you end up just in this like little bubble of I'll do whatever let's do whatever I just want to spend all my time with you and there's nothing wrong with that but I think it 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 makes us feel quite dysregulated, right? Because we're spending all our time with this one person and we're eating out for every meal and, you know, we're probably feeling bloated and our po- our body image might be going down and we've gone to the gym twice in the past week and usually we work out four times and we go um for a jog twice a week and we walk our dog you know three times a day um three times a week like you know maybe we're generally actually really um really active people and then we get into this relationship and that just kind of like slows down and there's that excuse and that reason of like well i want to spend my time with them well this is new well we're just going on dates at the moment um this that and the other and i want want you to really be honest with yourself and reflect at like at which point does this just become excuses and does this actually not is this no longer what I actually desire. Because it might be what you desire at the beginning of the relationship. Yeah, I want to be going on dates with this person. I want to be, you know, sleeping in a little bit longer and skipping the gym. I would rather spend my afternoon watching a movie than going out for my general walk. And that's so okay. But how long is that actually going to stay as your want and your desire? And is, in quotes, getting back into it just too hard now? right? Some really, um, impactful and powerful questions you can ask yourself in these moments. And you might be in, um, you know, a 10 year relationship. I still believe that you can ask yourself and check in with yourself, um, these questions. So whose truth are you living? Are you making decisions or are you just going with the flow? And remember that no decision is still a decision. And then the second thing to think about is what is their habit and what is your habit? How many of their habits are you picking up on? And it's very easy together to bring one another down to an incongruent level. Just because you're now eating out all the time and watching like 10 movies a week and not going for walks and stuff, that also doesn't mean that you're dating a person who doesn't um, value those things. But it's super easy as a pair to be able to bring yourself down and to no longer know how to stay, I guess, um, diligent with your your current habits because something's changed, something's new. And we know when things are new and things are different, we tend to struggle to adapt to that change at the pace that is necessary. So instead of just trying to continually like paint this picture of, you know, what a new relationship might look like, I've broken it down into some tips as to how you can stay true to who you are, how you can realign yourself with your habits and with what's important to you and how you can make sure that you're still staying true to your own habits and not just picking up on all their habits or creating what I would call like relationship habits. Um, So. Tip number one is share your goals with your partner. Obviously, communication is always going to be key. And if you're not communicating with your partner that going for an afternoon walk is important to you, then how can you expect them to know that going for an afternoon walk is important to you, right? You know, and then I also want you to to realize that if they don't want to do what you want to do, like go for an afternoon walk, cool. They don't have to. You aren't trying to change this person to fit into your life. You're also not trying to change yourself to fit into their life. You're making sure that your lives mold together and you need to be able to stay as your own person. You know, how much of yourself do you want to um, compromise to fit into what makes somebody else feel comfortable, right? So stop trying to control other people because if you ask your partner to go for a walk and they say no. And you go, okay, cool. Well, maybe then I won't go for a walk. There's an element of like, you're being controlled by somebody else. But also if you get frustrated or passive aggressive that they don't want to go for a walk with you, then you're actually trying to control somebody else. And what's the one thing that we cannot control? Other motherfucking people, you know? So, they're living, you know, true to who they really are if they don't want to go for that walk, but is who they truly are as well actually matching your vibe? You know, that person, by, by if they if they're like, I don't like going for walks, they're clearly and they're openly and honestly, honestly revealing to you who they are. And is that going to match your vibe? Because there's no point in hearing somebody say, I don't enjoy walking in the afternoons and in your head, you going, one day you will. (laughs) You know, like, no, you can't plan to change somebody. You can't plan that in the future, they're going to match your vibe. Like they either match your vibe now or they don't. And how long are you willing to wait for them to catch up to your health journey and to your own um, values as well? But a really good example of realigning yourself with your partner and uplifting your partner to do things that you know makes them feel really awesome is um, the conversation that Pete and I had a couple weeks ago. So him and I used to always go for walks in the afternoon and we would use this as a time to de-stress from the day and debrief from the day and like reconnect after, you know, we hadn't seen each other for, well, really the entire day because we don't really see each other and we don't see each other in the mornings. And more recently, especially as it's been getting darker, we haven't really been going for those afternoon walks and Pete would come home and I would be like, would you like to go for a walk together? And, you know, he would be like, no, I just want to relax. I just want to rest. And it got to the point where I kind of needed to remind him about the times where we used to go for the walks. And he would do that even when he was tired and it would actually make him feel better. It would actually be a better de-stress than sitting on the couch and, you know, watching a YouTube video or playing a video game or something like that. And, you know, the response I got was like, yeah, you're right. I just need to get out and do it and not sit down. And then when we get home, I can can, can sit down and relax in that type of way because it's two different types of relaxation methods. So that's not me trying to change Pete to go for a walk with me because I want to go for a walk. I'm very capable of doing that by myself. I don't care. (laughs) But that's also me noticing that he's out of alignment with, with what makes him feel the best. So I'm able to recognize that for him when it may be a time that he can't and pull him back into that, that alignment and remind him like, hey, you really enjoy doing this thing and we really enjoy doing this thing as a couple. We have we have years of proof of that. Um, so that's what I mean by like, I'm not trying to change him, but I'm elevating the person that I already know he is um, and just realigning him with what makes him feel the best. Tip number two is Cook meals at home. (laughs) It's so common for, um, especially in new relationships, to be eating out a lot. And that is so much fun. Going on dates is so much fun. But it can also cause a lot of disruption in your health routine and in your lifestyle balance. Because number one, it's probably going to throw you off financially a little bit. Number two, it's probably not going to be amazing for your gut health over a long-term period. And number three, you're going to feel out of, um, out of alignment, out of congruency because you're not eating your regular foods. There's no familiarity there and you're not getting, you know, like your source of protein, your vegetables, your, your micronutrients, your carbohydrate, like you're not ticking those boxes that you've found so important for you to tick in the past. So cook meals at home. Make it into a fun experience. Make it into a date night at home. You can still buy dessert, but at the same time, don't just go to the supermarket and buy foods that you and your partner can then like binge on together, right? It's cooking meals at home. So you're kind of doing the opposite of like having the meal out. You're not ordering the Domino's pizza. You're cooking like a stir fry together. My next tip is get active together. You know, afternoon walks to debrief, morning gym session, maybe it's a weekend mountain climb or a bike ride, or you're walking to get the coffee on the weekend. Like how can you move your bodies together to integrate it into your relationship? And just remembering too, that if they aren't an active person and that's okay with you, that's in alignment with you, that's not a deal breaker for you as well, um, Be okay with doing movement by yourself. Be okay with saying, hey, I'm going to go to the gym right now. And if that's a problem, well, then maybe there's a fucking problem because nobody should ever be telling you to not do what's going to make you feel the best. Nobody should ever be telling you to not move your body or stay home with me or no, I'd rather you watch a movie. It's like, no, I'm not asking, I'm telling and get comfortable with telling your partner what you're going to be doing you don't need to be asking for for permission to go to the gym you actually just need to be comfortable that they're going to be okay with you leaving the house and going and doing your own thing especially if in the past they've said i'm not really a gym person cool you don't have to be a gym person but i am so don't hold me back from being that type of person my next tip is plan ahead because it is so easy to allow your unhealthy habits to grow and spread like a fungus and they just become your regular habits. They're no longer unhealthy habits. They actually just are you. Um, so planning ahead, you know, um, taking food to their house. Maybe you take some muesli bars or a porridge sachet, um, that you can have in the morning for breakfast, planning ahead, may be like having a spare pair of runners and gym gear in your car. So you'll never caught out with, um, not being able to be active or go for a walk or pop to the gym on your way home the next day. um, or, or something like that. Plan ahead with your partner. So, you know, you guys might go out for dinner on Saturday night, but then what's gonna happen Sunday morning? What are we gonna have for breakfast Sunday morning? Because if we're not planning ahead, I'll oh, we'll probably just end up going out for brunch and then having, you know, another meal out. Whereas in turn, maybe you could have gone to the supermarket Saturday afternoon and bought some like, you know, toast and eggs and stuff that you guys could cook at home in the morning so you can have like a really good, stable um, breakfast. And then the last tip is be honest with yourself. Where are you making excuses? And I see this is really, really common, especially with people whose partners do FIFO work because, you know, well, they're away for two weeks. They're away for a month. So, of course, I want to spend time with them. Da da, 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 da. But even if you weren't a FIFO wor- um, they weren't a FIFO worker, you wouldn't be spending every single second of the day with them right? Your time, you time is still just as important no matter how often or how little you see that person. And I know it's really easy to go like, well, me time is when they're not home. It's like, yes, but you can't have, you can't not have you time for two, three, four weeks in a row. That's just not, that's just not okay. I even think like you shouldn't be having a week off of you time you time needs to be integrated in with you and your partner time with relationship time you know it, it it's such an important foundation to staying true to who you are but also to be able to show up as a good fucking person as a good partner as a good parent or colleague or whatever it is you know so be honest with yourself. Is it actually too hard to drag yourself away and go to the gym or cook um, a slightly different variation of a meal for yourself? Or is the idea and your perception just making it look too hard? Where are you putting somebody else's needs far above your own. And it's common. Don't feel like you, it, this is just a you thing. It is extremely common to just allow yourself to slip into somebody else's truth, into somebody else's habits. Um, The last thing that I want to mention is that you can coexist and co-create two completely different environments and still be connect and be and feel connected To your partner. So, what I mean by this is Peter might be playing his video game, um, which honestly doesn't happen very often, but he might be playing his video game or something on the couch. And that's really not my kind of vibe. That's not my kind of energy that I want to be in. I don't like those noises. I'm not a big fan of video games. So, what will I do? Okay, cool. I'll put my headphones in, and it's not about putting my headphones in, going to a completely different room or making Pete shut himself away in the office or something. No, we can still be in the same room together, but I might pop my headphones on. I might light some candles. Maybe I'll cook dinner. Um, maybe I'll listen to a particular type of music that makes me feel really good. I might get my book out. You know, I might do all these things so that I can co-create um, an environment where he's in his vibe and I'm in my vibe. And it is It's actually not as hard to do as you may believe it is, because you might be like, well, I can't do that because they're playing their video game and it's their time. No, why does it it only get to be one person's time to be thriving and to be happy? Why can't you both thrive and be happy in the same moment doing completely different things? Because even though Pete and I didn't talk for like an hour in that particular setting, He was still there and I was still enjoying his company and we were still in the room together and we could still glance looks at each other and it was still like, oh, look at this life that we're living together. It's very, very easy to feel like you have to match somebody else's vibe just because you're in the same room. And I just fucking flatly disagree. If somebody else's vibe is not the vibe that you want to be matching, change something. You know, put your music on, light a candle, pick up a book, um, fuck whatever it is that is your thing. And it might be going to a different room. It might be going and having a bath, but it doesn't matter. You could sit on the couch next to them and do a face mask, you know, like just because they're doing something does not mean that you have to match their energy, does not mean you have to match their vibe. You're allowed to coexist and co-create. I cannot express that enough to you. So the big takeaways here are whose life are you living? Whose habits are they? Are you, are you living with your habits or are you living with the other person's habits? Can you realign yourself to make sure that your habits are number one in your life? You don't need to be the same person. That's the beautiful thing about a partnership and a relationship is that you're two separate individuals who have common interests. But the key, the key factor there is you're two separate individuals. You're not meant to be the same person. You're not meant to be doing all the same things. You're not meant to have all the same interests. The other really big takeaway is to be honest with yourself. Finally, finally because I know so many probably listening to this being like, oh, yeah, I've not been honest with myself for quite some time. And I've really let the ball slip. Who am I? What am I doing? Why do I feel so dysregulated? Why the fuck am I drinking beer in the afternoon? I don't even like beer, that kind of energy. What are you entertaining right now? And be really honest with yourself. It's not always fun. It hurts the ego to say, actually, we've been doing something that's just been dysregulating us for the past four weeks. That's not easy to admit. But once it's admitted, you get to move forward and you get to play differently. You get to be different. You get to act different. So allow yourself the honesty so you can change. Allow yourself the honesty so you can like find that new version of yourself in that relationship. Just because, you know, you were super um, dedicated to your health and fitness journey when you were single, of course it's going to look different when you're in a relationship. So allow yourself time to explore that, try new things, trial and error, try and incorporate your partner, try not incorporating your partner, you know, have a mix and a match. I do a lot of my exercise without Pete. But something that we do together is we go to spin class probably about once a week and we go for our walks. And that feels really good for us. That feels really in alignment with us. Other couples, it's going to feel really good for them to go to the gym together. Or it might feel really good for them to go um, on on runs together. Or maybe they'll do no exercise together, but they'll start their Saturday morning with a mountain hike, you know? Or it might just be about cooking healthy dinners for each other and together because that's important to to you guys that you're both supplied with really nourishing, healthy dinners. And oh my gosh, the last thing I want to say is like, please stop complaining that your boyfriend or your partner can eat more than you. Of course he can fucking eat more than you. He's a boy. Um, I've been talking very gender neutral this whole podcast, but right now I'm just talking about the girlies dating boys. Um, your boyfriend can eat more than you because he's bigger than you, because he's got more muscle mass than you, because he's got a different metabolism to you. So stop trying to match what he's eating and then feeling confused as to why you're gaining body fat or as to why you're feeling more bloated or as to why you're feeling more sluggish and sluggish and icky. There is no point feeling resentment to another, towards another person because they can eat more than you. You're feeling resentful towards something that is just so far out of your control. This is such a pet peeve of mine when, because so many people, oh, my, my boyfriend, my husband, they can eat so much and they don't gain weight and this, that and the other. And it's like, well, sorry, that's just your reality. And it sounds harsh, but it's the, it's the truth. That's just your reality. Your body does not need as much food as him. Your body cannot handle as much food as them. Unless you're willing to allow your body to change, allow your body to gain weight, allow um, like body fat, allow your body to feel more sluggish or more bloated or whatever it is. So <laughs> that is my last thing that I wanted to just add in there is stop complaining about something that you cannot control and realize that, yes, you and your boyfriend are going to need to eat different amounts. He's going to be able to eat more KFC on the weekends than you are, and he won't probably gain body fat from it. That's okay. You need to make that okay. You're not trying to match somebody, you're not trying to compete somebody, you're not trying to keep up with somebody. Remember, you're two individuals individuals you're not the same person you're not meant to be the same person just thought i'd throw that bout of aggression in there right at the end (laughs) um but i hope that this conversation has been useful for a lot of you i i would be super curious to know if this has sparked any thoughts in you about how you do approach your relationship and um You know, if you feel like, oh, shit, yeah, maybe I do need to change some things. Maybe I haven't been completely honest with myself. Maybe I am playing in that go with the flow energy. But that also means that my my goals and my habits are getting left to the side. So if this podcast has helped you or you know a friend who you think um, would really benefit from hearing this kind of conversation, please, please, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast on your instagram stories for the freaking world to see um don't forget to subscribe to the most delicious life podcast so you never miss a wednesday episode and if you're feeling extra generous don't forget to rate and review this podcast on spotify and apple podcast but thank you so much for tuning in to another episode do not forget that you can always dm me on instagram if there are topics that you would like me to speak about about, or if you have questions about anything that I've talked about in the past, and I will see you guys next week on the Most Delicious Live podcast. Bye!